What's good, everybody? It's your girl, Taylor, with the Chronicles of Sheep with a brand new episode. Let's get down to it! Move over, R. Kelly. You got yourself a new cellmate coming. Harvey Weinstein. Through 2013 to 2017, the Hollywood movie mogul has been accused of rape and sexual assault in Hollywood. And to name a few of his accusers are Selma Hayek, Ashley Judd, and Rose McGowan. Now, I've been researching the crap out of this case. And let me tell you, this is crazy. Crazy as F. I'm telling you right now. So grab your glass and put some Hennessy in because we're about to delve into these freaking facts, y'all. Now, his trial has started through part one, through part two, and it's getting deeper and deeper as we go on. Now, here's some things that you need to know about this case. Hollywood mogul Harvey Weinstein is to stand trial on sexual assault charges in New York more than two years after the first allegations against him emerged. The summary starts in October of 2017. Here is one. The New York Times publishes a story detailing decades of allegations of sexual harassment against Harvey Weinstein. Actresses Rose McGowan from Jawbreaker and Ashley Judd are among the women who have come forward. Among the accusations are that he forced women to massage him and watch him naked. He also promised to help advance their careers in return for sexual favors. Weinstein issues an apology acknowledging he has caused a lot of pain, but disputes allegations he harassed female employees over nearly three decades. Weinstein says he is taking a level of absence from the Weinstein company and is working with a therapist. October 2017. It is announced that Harvey Weinstein has been sacked by the board of his company with immediate effect. They say the decision was made in light of new information about miscontact. October 2017, the 9th. British actress Romalo Gari tells The Guardian that she felt violated when Weinstein auditioned her as an 18-year-old, saying that he had answered the door to his hotel in a bathroom. October 10, 2010. No, 2017. Allegations from 13 more women are published in the New Yorker magazine, including three accusations of rape, which Weinstein strongly denies. Actress Asia Arkendo and a former aspiring actress named Lucia Stroller says Weinstein forced himself on them sexually. A third woman withholds her name from the article, the result of a 10-month investigation by the magazine. Argentino says the incident happened in 1997 in the south of France, while Stroller, who now goes under the name Evans, says she was forced into a sexual act by the producer after going for a casting meeting in 2004. Mir Servino, who starred in several of Weinstein's films, told The New Yorker that Weinstein sexually harassed her and tried to pressure her into a physical relationship. Weinstein's spokesperson, Sally Hoffmeyer, tells the publication, any allegations of non-consensual sex are unequivocally denied by Mr. Weinstein. Hollywood A-listers Gwyneth Paltrow and Angelina Jolie say they were harassed by Weinstein. Paltrow says she was propositioned as a 22-year-old, while Jolie refers to a bad experience in her youth. Weinstein's wife, Georgina Chapman, announced that she is leaving him and that her priority is her young children. October 11, 2017. Cara Davini also says Weinstein made unwanted advances towards her. October 12, 2017. Police are called a... Called following a family dispute at the home of Weinstein's daughter. The Los Angeles Police Department, LAPD, confirmed they were called to report of a disturbance at the house, but say no crime was committed. Weinstein was not there when officers arrived. Family Guy creator Seth McFarnell 
addresses a joke he made about Weinstein's sexual contact at the 2013 Oscar nomination, saying he decided to speak out after a co-star had been harassed by the producer. Police in the U.S. and U.K. say they are investigating specific allegations from 2004 and the 1980s. No charges are yet brought. Rose McGowan says on Twitter that Weinstein raped her. Weinstein has unequivocally denied any allegations of non-consensual sex in a statement released through his publicist. I recently watched the episode on Nightline of Rose McGowan, and she goes into detail that Weinstein saw her at the premiere of her movie where he made eye contact with her and she was automatically turned off by him and she was sinking down into her seat because he was looking at her inappropriately. It scared her. And what Weinstein did was he, she had a part in the movie where she stripped and in his mind, he decided to pull this on her. And one day the, he, she was in his apartment and he, she was trying to leave to do some errands and Weinstein forced her for, he forced himself on her and performed oral sex on her. It was crazy. It really was. And looking at Rose in the state that she was in, she referred to him as the monster. It looked like she was just, she was a little girl all over again. It was horrible, man. I'm telling you. Like he was, and for this to happen to her, and Weinstein is also suing Rose because she has come forward because of the book that she has written about her life. She doesn't refer to Weinstein by name in her book. She calls him the monster. And Weinstein has spoke out against it, saying that the allegations are false. But dude, these allegations are not false. 90, 80 to 90 women cannot be lying about this. But let's continue. Weinstein's former office assistant, Lisa Rose, says the film mogul tried to invite her to another room, mentioning a massage. The late, late show presenter, James Corden, makes jokes about Weinstein's alleged sexual assaults at a charity gala in Los Angeles. He later apologizes on Twitter, saying he was not trying to make light of Harvey's inexcusable behavior, but to shame him, the abuser, not his victims. Okay, Corden, you could do it a different way. Seriously, you cannot make a joke about this. I know we made jokes about R. Kelly doing this. We did it on the Boondocks. We did it on the Dave Chappelle show. But come on, guys. Some things are serious. And yeah, I'm guilty of laughing along with the R. Kelly episode on the Boondocks because they made a joke out of it. But one kid, the one kid, Huey, he made a point about it. Really, about helping R. Kelly making sure that he got the help instead of people actually praising his depraved behavior. So, yeah. October 14, 2017. The organization behind the Oscar votes to expel Weinstein, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences says, what's at issue here is a deeply troubling problem that has no place in our society. Actress Alice Evans tells BBC Radio 5 Live that Weinstein made lewd comments towards her. Kate Winslet reveals that deliberately did not thank Weinstein when she won her Oscar for The Reader in 2009. I remember being told, make sure you thank Harvey if you win. The actress tells the Los Angeles Times, and I remember turning around and saying, no, I won't. October 15, 2017. British actress Lisette Anthony says Weinstein raped her at her London home in the late 1980s, while another unidentified woman says she was raped in 1992. Woody Allen says he is sad for Harvey Weinstein. He later clarifies his comments in statement 
When I said I felt sorry for Harvey Weinstein, I thought it was clear the meaning was because he is a sad, sick man. Thank you for clarifying. UK police investigates a number of sexual assault allegations involving Weinstein. The Metropolitan Police say he is excused. He is accused of assaulting three women in separate incidents in London in the late 1980s, 1992, 2010, 2011, and 2015. The producer has unequivocally denied any allegations of non-consensual sex. October 16, 2017, screenwriter Scott Rosenberg writes about his early days at Miramax Films, Weinstein's former company. In a Facebook post, he says that while he never heard of any rape allegations, he and many others were aware of Weinstein's dreadful behavior. Actress Lauren Holly tells a Canadian talk show about a hotel encounter with Weinstein in the late 1990s. She says the producer showered and used the toilet in front of her because before approaching her naked and requesting a massage. Ew. In an interview on French television, Weinstein chauffeur Michael Chamol reveals he had to drive around tearful aspiring actresses for the producer and that he would often console them after their encounters with him. October 17, 2017. Actress Lena Hetty accuses Weinstein of sexually harassing her in Los Angeles. In a series of Twitter posts, the Game of Thrones star says the mogul was furious after she resisted his advances and told her not to say anything about their encounter to her manager or agent. Weinstein resigns from the board of the company that bears his name, according to multiple reports. Weinstein still owns 22% of his company's stock. October 18, 2017, actor Channing Tatum hosts the development of a film about child sexual abuse that he had been making with Weinstein's company. Robert Lindsay says his Hollywood film career was halted after a run-in with Weinstein, which he says to him losing a role in Shakespeare in Love. Harvard University strips Weinstein of the Dubois Medal he, it gave him in 2014 for his contribution to African-American culture. Okay, not only is he a rapist, y'all are commending him for our culture? Get the hell out of here. October 19, 2017. Quentin Tarantino reveals he knew about Harvey Weinstein's alleged misconduct toward women for years. I knew enough to do more than I did, the film director tells the New York Times. Actor Tom Hanks says there can be no way back for Weinstein. His last name will become an identifying moniker for a state of being for which there was before and an after, he tells the BBC. Actress Lapita Nguango, oh no, oh no, accuses Weinstein of harassment. Writing in the New York Times, she says she was lured to his bedroom under false pretenses when she was a drama student. Oh man. Police in Los Angeles confirmed they have interviewed a woman who was allegedly sexually assaulted by Harvey Weinstein in 2013. The British Film Institute redraws the BFI fellowship it awarded Weinstein in 2002. A group of Weinstein Company employees write an open letter asking their employer to release them from the NDA's non-disclosure agreements that stop them speaking publicly about they have what they have experienced and witnessed. October 23, 2017, Zelda Perkins, a British former assistant of Weinstein tells the Financial Times she was paid 125000 to 165000 to keep quiet after accusing the movie mogul of sexual harassment. She says she 
She says he asked her to give him a massage and tried to pull her into bed, but she was made to feel ashamed for disclosing his behavior. October 24, 2017, George Clooney and Matt Damon speak out over Weinstein, saying it is time for Hollywood to change. It is now the moment to believe women. Actress Britt Marlene writes in The Atlantic about her experience with Harvey Weinstein in a hotel where he suggested they take a shower together. The OA co-creator describes being sat paralyzed by monitoring fear, but says she managed to escape. October 25, 2017, a former production worker, Mimi Halle, alleges that she was raped by Weinstein when he forcibly performed oral sex on her in 2006. The removal of Weinstein's CBE is believed to be an actively considered by the government's honors forfeiture community. Actress Dominique Cute, who also alleges she was raped by Weinstein when he performed oral sex on her without her consent, files a negligence case against the Weinstein Company. October 26, 2017, Norwegian actress Natasha Mouth accuses Weinstein of raping her in a London hotel after the 2008 BAFTA Awards. October 27, 2017, Weinstein takes legal action against his former company after his lawyer alleges the Weinstein company has denied requests for documents to defend himself from allegations. The Sopranos actress Annabella Sakura accuses Weinstein of forcing himself into her apartment and raping her in the early 1990s. Actress Daryl Hannah alleges that Weinstein tried to force her tried to force himself into her hotel room and repeatedly sexually harassed her during the promotion of Kill Bill and its sequel. October 28, 2017, actress Rose McGowan claims she turned down $1 million, 760000 offer from Harvey Weinstein in exchange for her silence. The New York Times reports on new allegations made against Weinstein dating from the 1970s when he was at a concert, prom when he was a concert promoter in Buffalo, New York. October 30, 2017, the Producers Guild Awards of American... A band's Weinstein for life. It says the unprecedented step reflects the seriousness which, with which it regards reports of his reprehensible conduct. October 1st, November 2017. A Canadian actress sues Weinstein for two alleged sexual assaults in 2000 in Toronto. The anonymous actress identified as Jane Doe seeks a total of 14 million Canadian dollars. November 2nd, 2017. Speaking to Vanity Fair... Boardwalk Empire actress Paz de la Jara claims Weinstein raped her twice in New York in 2010. I'm going to stop right there. If you want to look at all the charges, go to the BBC.com. I'm telling you, there is over, this is a mile long, stretching to 2018 to 2019. Harvey has dug himself a hole which he will never get himself out of. I'm so disgusted by these charges, especially with what he did to Rose McGowan and Natissa and Daryl Hannah. It's, it's mind-blowing to me. I'm telling you, that cell next to R. Kelly is it, getting a little bigger. <sighs> and for him to have an award to contributing community... He held a contribution to African American culture. Get the F out of here. You would be right back on the plantation raping our women, too. I would like to know who was in charge of that for giving him that award. Like, come the frick on. Come on.
and you came at my girl Lapita Nguango, get the F out of here. You are sick. We're about to get into this trial. Stay tuned for more news. Welcome back to the Chronicles of She. We are talking about the Harvey Weinstein trial, part one. Now, there are only two plaintiffs that we're going to be talking about in this article from the New York Times. Let's get into it. The story of Harvey Weinstein is a story of patterns. Scores of women more than 80 have given eerily similar accounts of abuse and harassment by the powerful movie mogul. This week, two years after those allegations were first reported in the New York Times, Mr. Weinstein's trial opens in New York. In the first part of a two-part series, the New York Times investigate why the case went from 80 potential plaintiffs to two. Mr. Weinstein's reputation preceded him as he stepped into a Manhattan courthouse this week to face charges of rape and criminal sexual activity, making it difficult to find jurors who did not already have strong opinions about the case. And the fool walked in looking like the hunchback of Notre freaking Dom and had a nasty attitude. I'm telling you, he was just all hunched over with the walker, just the reporters who broke the first investigation in Mr. Weinstein explain why the trial rests on a narrow legal case with an already fraught backstory and why the result is highly unpredictable. On the first day of Mr. Weinstein's trial, two other criminal allegations against him were released in Los Angeles. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, that's part one. Now let's get into part two. updates on the Chronicles of She, tune in on my channel on Anchor and Spotify and the BDE 96 Jams Network. Now back to the facts. Yesterday on The Daily, the New York Times heard the story of Lucia Evans, whose allegation of sexual violence against Harvey Weinstein helped launch his criminal trial in New York. After Miss Evans was dropped from the case, questions were raised about how a man accused of sexual misconduct more than 80 women could end up facing so few of them in court. In the second half of this series, what happened next in the case of Harvey Weinstein? In the series, Jody Kantner and Megan Towney investigated reporters for the New York Times and the authors of She Said, Breaking the Sexual Harassment Story that Helped Ignite a Movement. Now we're about to get into that. She Said recounts how two-time reporters broke the Harvey Weinstein story. Tell the truth. Do you really need to hear more about Harvey Weinstein, the open bathrobe, the hotel? Hell, hot tubs, the syringes of electoral dysfunction, drugs delivered by cowed assistants, the a transparent request of a massage, the ejaculator expeditions. It's not just indictable, it's ick. Simultaneously pathological and pathetic, which explains the reluctance I felt sitting down to read, she said, breaking the sexual harassment story that helped ignite a movement. Wherein the New York Times reporters Jody Kanner and Megan Towney revisit a book claimed their investigator reported on Weinstein promising a substantial amount of new information new information more than 80 women have come forward to recount their 
encounters with the Oscar Award monopolizer and patron oppressive causes turned Tinseltown's uber ogre, the beast who fleshly unshaven headshot every famous Hollywood beauty knows to hate, and whose trial has now been rescheduled for January to allow for additional testimony against him. What new gruesome details do we need? But she said isn't retelling extra helpings of warmed over salt listy. The author's new information is less about the man and more about his surrounded sound complicity machine of board members and lawyers, human resource officers and PR flags, tabloid publishers and entertainment reporters who kept him ramping with impunity years after his behavior had become an open secret. Cantor and Tony instinctively understand the dangers of the Harvey he as monstrous storyline and the importance of refocusing our attention on structures of power when they at last confront Weinstein in a time conference room and later on speakerphone he's the mouse that wore the great and powerful Oz term puny humbug swerving from incoherent rants to self-pity whimpers I'm already dead to symphonic claims of just being one of them if I wasn't making movies I would have been a journalist He's loathsome and self-serving, but his psychologically is not the story that they want to tell. The drama they chronicle instead is more complex and subtle. A narrative in which they are untimely and not more observers, but essentially to its moral message protagonists themselves. Cantor and Tony broke the Weinstein story. There are 3,000 no, 330,000 word Times article on October 5th, 2017 aired allegations against him that had been piling up as whispers and rumors for 30 years. That report and the ones to follow were grounded in scores of interviews with actresses and current and former employees, sublimated by legal filings, corporate records, and internal company compositions, communications that documented a thick web of cover-ups, bullying tactics, and confidential settlements. It was bravo journalism. We watched with astonishment as damn well broke. Cantor and Tony wrote of the response to that first article. A day after it was published, so many women phoned the Times to report allegations of sexual harassment and assault against Weinstein that the paper had to assign additional reporters to handle the calls. On October 10th, another round of women, including marquee names like Gwyneth Paltrow, Angelina Jolie, and Rosanna Arquette, went public in a second article in the Times. Three weeks later, a third article detailed still more accounts of sexual abuse by Weinstein spanning the globe and date back to the 1970s. This has haunted me my entire life, said 62-year-old Hope Exner Adorma, who recounted being raped by Weinstein when she was in her early 20s. The series of articles in many ways ignited the Me Too movement, already smoldering in the atmosphere of frustration after reports of Donald Trump's alleged sexual predictions, predations. A story that Towie broke with another reporter and the release of the Access Hollywood tape failed to slow the reality star's march to the White House. Their reporting, Cantor and Towie recall in She Said, seemed to operate as a solvent for secrecy, pushing women all over the world to speak up about similar experiences, which we're going to dive into. We live in a society where it's hear no evil, see no evil, in my opinion. We see it, but we don't speak on it. And even when there's enough evidence, it's still, oh, it can't be him. It can't be him. He's too powerful. We can never bring him down. It's right in front of your faces, people. 
It is right in front of your faces and you continue to just, you continue to support this man and to let him get away with it. What if this was your daughter? Would you want him to get away with it? We about to get into more of this Hennessy in a cup on the trial. Now, like I said, he came into court with a very foul attitude, looking like the hunchback of Notre freaking Dom. Quasimodo was humble, but this MF right here, he was all frowns and being rude. You're just showing us that you deserve more jail time just because of your despicableness. Like, really. I've never seen a more miserable SOB. He was just being a jerk. <laughs> Seriously, you, if you take a look at these pictures, he he resembles freaking Hunchback of Notre Dame. Just all hunched over. I wonder if he's using that walker as a way to gain sympathy or he's going or trying to get more time off of his sentence, which he's going to get. We'll see as time goes on. Okay from the USA today. The first week of Harvey Weinstein's sex crimes trial is coming to a close and Friday kicked off with a heated courtroom exchange between the judge and a member of Weinstein's legal team and the news that A-list actress Shalise Theron may be called as a witness. Attorney author Adelia filed a motion suggesting potential jurors are unable to speak freely in the screening process given the media attention surrounding the case. Most people do not speak in front of international media, he told Judge James Burke. In order for citizens to be as honest and forthright as possible, we ask that jury selection be done in private. Uh, that's not a good idea because this man's got money. You would just bribe the jury. Burke replied, that's against the law. I'll read this, but I'm generally familiar with this form of law. I'm disagreeing with you on virtually every level. Thank you. Manhattan Assistant District Attorney Joan Azuli also objected. Now they want each person to be interviewed in private. I don't think there's any precedent for doing that. In the motion, which USA Today obtained early Friday afternoon, Adelia says that Weinstein's defense has reviewed some of the potential jurors' questionnaires and believes many are unfairly biased against the ex-producer. Reading them, we have learned that, one, some jurors have not been candid in their responses. Two, at least one juror has expressed an ulterior financial motive for serving on Mr. Weinstein's trial and that he would find him guilty. Three, a number of jurors have been victims of or had exposure to sexual assault or domestic violence. And four, nearly all jurors have heard about this case, Adelia writes. Burke told the court he would rule on the motion after giving it a read later in the afternoon or over the weekend. Weinstein's legal team has had little success persuading Burke to rule in their favor. Throughout the week, his defense filed motions to have Burke excused from the case and accusers attorney Gloria Alderid barred from the courtroom. The legal team also requested the trial be adjourned following the new sex crime charges filed in Los Angeles. All the motions were denied. 
The trial hit another snag Thursday when prosecutor Azuli suffered a medical emergency. She had something in her eye, according to the district attorney's office, and was forced to leave court before the third round of jury preselection. On Friday, she told the judge she was feeling much, much better. Jury screening resumed Friday with 108 new potential jurors, although only 30 to 40 people moved on in the jury selection process, according to a media pool report. Many people said they could not be fair and impartial toward Weinstein, while one man said that he had worked with one of Weinstein's charities in the past and would be uncomfortable if chosen for the jury. Others said that they could be fair and impartial despite having met or worked with members of Weinstein's defense in Theron, whose listed as a potential witness in the trial. Like a boss actress, Selma Hayek was also named as a potential witness. As jury pre-selection wrapped late Friday morning with 60 women wearing all black gathered for a protest outside the courthouse, according to the media pool report, it's not my fault where I was, not how I dressed. They chanted several times and the rapist was you. The jury selection process will continue next week and opening statements are targeted in to begin January 22nd. Weinstein 67 is accused of five sex crimes in New York involving encounters with two women. The embattled movie mogul was charged in May 2018, has pleaded not guilty to all charges and has been free on a million dollar bail, recently raised to five million. He has denied all the allegations of consensual sex. If convicted, he could receive a life sentence. Earlier this week, he was charged in Los Angeles with four sex crimes. Weinstein is accused of raping one woman and sexually assaulting another in separate instances over two days in February 2013. A trial in that case is not likely to occur until after the New York case is resolved. Y'all, this is some... I'm glad the judge did not agree to have it done in private. He would pay them off. You're not getting out of this. No amount of money is going to get you out of this. And that thank you to that judge for recognizing that. And yeah, for those of you who have worked with him in the past, y'all need to forget that crap that, oh, I worked on the charities. You need to look at the facts here. Look at the facts. Forget all emotional or business ties you had with him. You need to wake up. This is this is serious. And for the women that stood outside the courthouse, I watched the video. Y'all were amazing. Truly freaking amazing. And it's going to be even bigger once that guilty verdict gets rained down. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he is he is screwed. That is a cooked goose. 90 women yeah I can't wait to see how this plays out y'all I cannot wait and I will gladly get my teacup of Hennessy and sip it sip it all the way down at this guilty verdict he can go join Kelly he can go and join Kelly and they can freaking just be buddies up in there and just well, actually, I think Kelly would be in the freaking mental ward with how crazy he is. But they crafty enough, they would get together somehow. <laughs> they have something in common. Nasty MFs. Well, 
that's all I have for y'all today. We're going to have some more news coming in on this case. Remember, stay blessed, stay safe, and remember, you got to keep it real. Love y'all. This has been the Chronicles of Sheep.